Welcome to the Improvement Nerds Podcast, where it's our goal to bring together a bunch of improvement nerds in order to start and improve evolution by providing people with a new tool set, a new skill set, and a new mindset. We're grateful that you're spending time with us today. If you enjoy what you hear, please follow our podcast and subscribe because there's sure to be good content that occurs in these conversations as we nerd out. Hey, Improvement Nerds, this is Tom West back with another episode. Today, I've got a very special guest. It was an individual I met in my own improvement journey while working in healthcare. I was introduced to the individual by one of the nurses that I was working with. She'd met him and I thought that he was just super innovative and that he was a person that all of us needed to know. So she brought to us at Community Health Network, someone who quickly became a friend, not just of me, but everyone I was working with while I was in healthcare. That individual is Mark Ryan. Uh, He has been advising, has a black belt and a uh, lean-minded individual for about 11 to 12 years. He couldn't really pinpoint the number when it it all started, Uh, but we'll circle back and we'll get the origin story uh, from him. But in his experience, he's worked across a variety of industries. He's worked in manufacturing, he's worked in the service industry, and now he's found himself in healthcare. So in those experiences, he's had a profound impact. Uh, One of the things that I've always admired him is that he's a strong networker. Uh, He's very outgoing. He, you know, values relationships. And as he has met those individuals, he's continued to find ways to keep them engaged. And he's doing something pretty cool that uh, has motivated me to want to create an episode. And I won't get, I won't spoil it. We'll get to that as I ask him the question about what nerds him out. But before we get there, um, Mark, can you give us, you know, a quick introduction and, and talk a little bit about your background and how you got into Lean and Six Sigma? Sure. First of all, thanks, Tom, for having me on the episode. Um, just a little bit about me and my background. I, like you said, I'm a, a black belt. Uh, I've been doing this. I, we'll get it nailed down 11 or 12 years. <laughs> um, but I've been doing this outside industry uh, for some time in the last five years, really, uh, focused in healthcare. Um, I, I love lean. Um, it's, a, it's a passion of mine ever since the switch flipped for me. Uh, I'm just so excited about it. I'm excited to share that passion with others. Yeah. So just share with us, what was that kind of a, a moment in time where you realized like this was one of those things that you could be passionate about? Um, was there a, was it a slow boil or was it like a, a just a you know a momentary flip of a switch where you're like oh my goodness like this is it like this is how I've always thought I know a lot of people who ha- have had slow boils and I know other people who were like it was just an overnight transition so how was it for you in regards to you know getting into lean and six sigma I think for me, it was a, like a both and it was kind of a slow boil and then just kind of hit with a frying pan in the face. <laughs> uh, I was, I was a bit of a skeptic at first, uh, just kind of the nature of the work that I was in. There was just a ton of variability in the work itself and just kind of reading about what lean was and trying to understand how that applied to the world that I was in. Again, I'm very skeptical about that, uh, but had some really cool senseis that really um, caused us to, at first to be a bit frustrated, but really took us through a unique learning process that uh, at a certain point in time, you know, the switch flipped and you just start to see 
things in a way that you've never seen before. So uh, it took a while to get there, but it felt almost instantaneously once that switch was flipped that, you know, once you see it, you can't unsee it type thing. Yeah, I'm actually surprised now knowing you on the other side of all this, having been doing it for a while and both of us, you know, collaborating and working in healthcare. I never would have guessed that you would have been someone who was skeptic of it or resistant to it at the onset. Cause now you're all in and, and not just for yourself, but you're an encourager of others to get them involved too. So that I'm surprised to actually learn that you initially resisted this, but it, it wore you down. It looks like. Yeah. I, it, you know, I was, I'd just say a bit more skeptical or agnostic towards it. I, I didn't really know. Uh, what it was, um, but just being introduced, I just didn't see how it could apply uh, to what we were doing. And um, I tend to question things a lot. And uh, but once uh, you know, I this was flipped for me. Um, like you said, I'm both feet in, and I'm I'm wanting to see that in others as well to help bring them along and you know make some connections for them and show people how they can improve the work around them uh, to make their lives easier is, is just a really big, uh, fun challenge. Yes. So I'm going to get us started and I, cause we're starting to tweak at this and I just want to ask it, what is that one thing that nerds you out? Well, I, I guess it, it, it's going to be this, right? So it's, uh, I, I, I'm a self-proclaimed lean zealot. I love lean. I love what it can do for organizations. Um, and I want people to feel kind of the same experience that I've felt in the past where, uh, you know, the, the lights turn on for them. They can see how to make improvements. Uh, they can see waste, easily identify it quickly and, and be able to get on the path to remove that from their system. So, um, and seeing the joy that it brings others, um, in their work is, is quite cool. So, uh, I, I, that's my passion. That's what nerds me out. And, you know, I like hearing stories about when I come across someone that is a skeptic, because I was in the past myself, I just know that they can get to a place where they learn to love it. Um, and getting to that place with them is very exciting. Yeah. And I've seen you do this within the organizations that you uh, have found yourself working for. So obviously where you are right now in healthcare, those people within healthcare that you work alongside, that you're planting these seeds, but you didn't stop there. I've, you continue to go outside of the four walls of the organization with you work in it, that you work in, and you try to create a sense of community around the topic of lean and making things better. So talk to me a little bit about the um, drive to do that, to go out and to network with people and invite people to be part of this group and to encourage collaboration and coming together to, you know, nerd out for lack of a better term about improving, you know, industry. So talk to me a little bit about that. And, you know, this lean coffee thing that I've, I've enjoyed attending. I've been going to them for two or three years, but it's still like a pretty well-kept secret in Indianapolis. And, you know, I such an amazing event. I'm just curious what motivates you to do it? Where did the idea come from? So let's talk about that. Well, sure. The idea, uh, I, I can't take credit for the idea. It's something that was started uh, 
by someone named Jim Benson, and he's written a couple books on personal Kanban and such. Uh, but the idea of just getting together and kind of talking through and collaborating and uh, consensusing around discussion is some a format that he came out with. And there's this type of networking event that happens all over the country, all over the world. And, um, you know, just me being a, a lean zealot, I've, I found a very small group of people in Indianapolis that were meeting. Uh, the group was about four or five people. Um, right by IU, we met by a Starbucks and the, the person I would say that kind of owned it, uh, was leaving to go to another state. And he asked if myself and Sarah White would kind of take this over. And we said, sure. And, um, we just took off running with it. So just, uh, through networking channels, continue to grow, uh, our lean coffee indie to, we get about 30, anywhere between 35 to 70 people coming to these events that we have about once a quarter. But it's a place where we can just, again, come together, collaborate on what we're doing. I like it a lot because, like I said, coming from outside industry, I felt like I knew um, some of the problem-solving techniques unique to that industry, and it wasn't as challenging for me. So uh, coming into healthcare, you know, it's, I'm learning every single day. And it was just encouraging to know that there are other healthcare systems with people coming in from outside industry or new to the lean process, uh, that are also on their own personal journey. So it was cool to, to get with those folks too, and just learn from them, not necessarily share trade secrets, but just discuss lean as it applies to healthcare. Yeah. The events. Uh, you wouldn't think that they had such a, a small grassroots type movement um, from, you know, being a group of four or five individuals who met periodically with really no structure to this programmatic approach now where, you know, the network of belts in the indie market, you know, have awareness about it. They look forward to it and they know what they're going to get when they show up that, you know, the the program itself is highly reliable it's always a lot of fun it's got great speakers and you get to come and meet individuals and hear about what they're doing within their organization and it's just very collaborative environment a lot of storytelling a lot of individuals trading contact information wanting to keep connected with each other so the event as it is today obviously has taken a lot of energy a lot of effort on your part and Sarah's part to get it to, to that current state. So, you know, what is motivating you to take time out of your day? Cause you're a busy individual. You're leading a transformation within the hospital that you work in. You're carving out time to go travel. You're, you know, you have a, a family and yet with all those things going on, you're, you're spending time intentionally to grow this concept of lean coffee. And I'm curious, I'm sure the listeners are curious, like what is motivating you to do that? Well, sh sure. And it, and it isn't, you're, you're right. It's, it's not an easy feat to do. Um, we like to put a, a good product out there uh, so that it is enjoyable for people to keep coming back each time. So I've been also impressed with, um, you, you know, not only those who attend, but also those who do present as well. So we have had some really cool panels of people and really cool guest speakers that come in. Um, the motivation to do that again is just to 
to really keep learning um, and share experiences with others, not only within my own hospital or Sarah's hospital, but just within Indianapolis, um, really getting PI folks together, folks in the improvement sciences together, uh, and just creating and expanding awareness about the improvement sciences within healthcare. Um, and really just being a support for others, uh, another way for people to network with others, to keep learning and keep growing and keep the momentum with these principles within our industry to help deliver better patient care. Right. And what I've seen lately is that the, the attendees are starting to be more cross-industry. Uh, early on, as I was attending, it was a lot of healthcare project managers and process improvement professionals. And over time, you know, those individuals still are probably the large majority of the sessions, but now we're starting to see in other industries attend. And we're also starting to see leadership attend these, these sessions. So, you know, is that intentional? Is that part of the plan is to start to grow this forum and, and diversify who's attending? I think so. I would like to see that happen. Um, you know, starting out with just healthcare um, has been really, really great for us. Um, you, you know, one of the things with Lean Coffee is you have these breakout group discussions. And during that time, I get to walk around the whole room and kind of see what each small group is talking about. And um, the two major themes that have come up is how do we get an executive buy-in or how do we get our, our doctors to buy in? And we've able to been we've able to deliver on having executives come to our um, events, having doctors come to our events and present outs to get their perspective on this. But I think uh, there's an opportunity for us as we grow um, to go outside of healthcare and start inviting um, other industries in. So with doing that and kind of scoping that out, you know, we also got to think about logistics as far as places to meet and that type of stuff, but excited for what the future can hold for Lean Coffee Indy. Yeah. So walk with me a little bit down that, that pathway as we're thinking about the future of Lean Coffee, you know, two, th- two years from now, three years from now, what does the Lean Coffee event look like? Um, higher production value, (laughs) (laughs) better signage. No, I, you know, I, I hoped not to stray away from the format, you know, and not to get, you know, overshoot our skis and as far as what we're delivering or or trying to do and and, uh, making it be something more than we can handle. But I would like to see, you know, some, some growth and also, you know, maybe some more general topics, not so specific to healthcare, but still applicable to healthcare, but topics that would also translate into other industries, other organizations, and functional areas within organizations. So um, I'm excited uh, for some things that might be on the horizon for uh, some good topics that any industry can um, benefit from and inviting, you know, start encouraging folks to invite others outside of healthcare and, and just test and see how that goes. Yeah. I look forward to, to those, you know, future sessions too. And, you know, I've benefited greatly from the professional development and the networking that's happened and, you know, enjoyed all the presentations and the speakers 
that have you know participated in lean coffee. Um, so, you know, I want to see something like this, you know, get traction and more people to be aware of it and to see the attendee ship, you know, like you were saying, the production value increase. Cause I know you and the people who volunteer their time to actually pull this off. It's a lot of energy being spent and, you know, for every additional person who shows up, it's somewhat of, you know, a, um, extended benefit, you know, to get the first 30 people in the door, lots of lifting, lots of effort, but, you know, each additional person past that is just extra value. So, you know, I hope that as this gets out and people learn about lean coffee, not just in the Indianapolis market, but you're, you've shared that lean coffee is present in a lot of markets that as individuals become aware of it, that they start to seek out these, these sessions and that the attendance goes up. And that just diversifies the conversation that's being had and brings in a lot of different perspectives. And that's going to create for a more enriched experience. So right now, you know, in the, in the sessions, at least here in India, it's dominated by, you know, um, daily management or lean daily management, because that's what everyone in healthcare is doing right now. So almost every conversation on those like self-built agendas has to do with daily management. You know, I've been going for two and a half years and every time I get in a small huddle, I know there's going to be someone talking about daily management because it's just a, a big emphasis right now. But as other industry comes in, you know, they may talk about daily management too, but they're doing it a very different way. And they're probably going to bring in other ideas as well to help those healthcare professionals get outside of their box. Um, but also then, you know, those individuals coming in hearing what's going on in healthcare, maybe they're going to get benefit too. So it's just a great melting pot of ideas. I've always loved the the sessions and I hope that, you know, in the future we can see it grow and see a lot of benefit happening as a result. So I'm curious, you've been doing this for a while. Um, what kind of improvement has, have you seen happen outside of these events? So I'm curious how this coalition building and this, this forum where people come together and collaborate is creating improvement, not just in the traditional sense of organizations having more successful projects and those projects, you know, improving patient care or whatever primary metrics of concern. But are you seeing improvements that, you know, maybe occur at a personal level or at a team level or at the individual level in regards to that person's leadership style. Talk about some of maybe the feedback you're getting about how this coalition of people is actually helping to bring about important change. Yeah, that's a really great question. Um, and I could probably speak to the change just within our, our, my, the organization that I'm within. Um, I, I, I think it, just having an event like this and being able to invite those that are within your organization that may be an executive or it might be a frontline person who is currently skeptical about this, for them to come and see that there are others within, let's say, healthcare right now that are doing this, to see that the other healthcare systems are doing this, lend some validation, some credence to what is going on, uh, maybe create some healthy competition. Uh, but we can 
this does more than just me speaking within my organization to show, uh, you know, this is going on in other places too. And, uh, you know, that helps to accelerate, you know, everyone's rate of change. Uh, and of course, within healthcare, as our rate of change gets better, ultimately our patients win. So that's the good thing. So we've been able to use it kind of as a lever, as a motivator for um, just creating more buy-in within our organization itself. Yeah, I've, I've seen that transition as well. Early on, it was you and Joe Swartz was there. And I think uh, there was a director that was a, a focal point. I forget her name. Uh, she's now moved on in a different capacity. But this last one we attended, there was you know a lot of new faces from your organization in there. There were people from leadership capacity that were, that were there. So I, I'm seeing that this is something that can help inspire culture. And I, I'm glad that you've tweaked it out is just bringing it to light that this stuff is happening and that, yeah, it's challenging and there are struggles ahead, but there's also victories ahead too. And not just in, in the form of better projects or better care, but there's personal transformations that are happening. These individuals who you felt you know, skeptic or felt contained and never believed that anything could be any other way. You know, they would just felt handcuffed to the broken process. And then you hear those individuals share their stories of, yeah, I, w- I was able to use these tools. And now because of that, my work's easier, you know, because healthcare includes a lot of employees and not just your clinicians and your nursing group, but there's a lot of administrators in the rev cycle and in the supply chain that are facing broken processes as well. And just to have people come together and talk about how they're overcoming these barriers kind of creates the sense of hope. And that sense of hope then leads to cultures that, you know, can get started on this journey. And I I just love to see that flywheel happening. And it's awesome that it's happening within your organization. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. We, you know, we did, we have had great representation in the past and it just keeps getting uh, the snowball effect. We just keep getting more and more people um, radiating out to executive letter, level leadership to um, frontline folks. We had an administrator come to our last uh, Lean Coffee, and uh, right afterwards we went to lunch, and she was super jazzed and wanted to know how she can join our process improvement team. So uh, it's really encouraging to see that type of um, motivation coming out of these events. Yeah, well, I thank you for taking time today to connect with me and to help promote the Lean Coffee initiative here in Indianapolis. And you know, as we share this episode, I hope the individuals listening to it, again, if they are in the Indianapolis market, that they follow you. Um, the best way to do that is through LinkedIn. I've heard just to you know, either follow you or uh, do a direct connection and be sure to mention that, hey, I heard your, your episode and I want to get involved or when's the next Lean Coffee. So if you're in the Indianapolis market, do reach out and find Mark, find uh, Sarah. They're great people to know. And if you're outside of this market, um, how would individuals in say like Chicagoland or Nashville or you know some of those other larger metropolitan areas or even smaller areas learn if there's a Lean Coffee uh, session that's occurring in their area or how would they possibly get started in bringing lean coffee to their area? Can you share just kind of in brief how people can find out more about lean coffee in their area? 
Yeah, I do believe there is a uh, quote unquote master website for lean coffee uh, that is run by Modus, which is a, a consulting company from Jim Benson. So they can ju- always do maybe just a Google search on lean coffee in your area. You can also look on LinkedIn for uh, lean coffee groups within that area. Um, another place I would direct people to go just within our area in India is we do have a, a lean coffee indie group. So you can just type in lean coffee indie uh, and request to join our group. And that will keep you up to date on all of our events coming up. Um, but probably using those methods to find out if you're in a, in a different area, uh, how to find a, a small group. I, you know, can attest that this, this gathering of people is always a lot of fun and I always get benefit from it. And I don't know if that endorsement does anything, um, but hopefully putting it out in the universe that sessions like these are important will inspire individuals to seek them out or start them wherever they find themselves and where they work or wherever they live. Uh, so hopefully this is a catalytic event for those individuals. And I can't thank you for the hard work that you and your team puts in and that Sarah puts in to keep lean coffee uh, occurring here to to not just bring us all together, but to really better serve the patients and the customers that reside in this area who really rely on us and our processes to get good outcomes. Well, thank you so much, Tom. And uh, I, I probably will be fishing as well to see if we can't have you come in, uh, maybe and present at a future Lean Coffee event as well. So, um, yeah, you know, I'd love yeah. that. It's such a great group of people and I'd love to share my story in, you know, in those situations, I'm sure everyone who's ever presented at Lean Coffee, that they probably come out of that saying, hey, you know, like I was expecting I was going to teach some, some teach so much to these individuals, but as they walk away, they realize that really they learned more than they taught that day. So I look forward to getting the feedback and learning as a presenter, if that opportunity ever presents itself. I have a feeling it will <laughs> very soon. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Thank you. I'm going to go ahead and sign off and uh, hopefully everyone who listened in reaches out and things go from here and we see new faces in the lean coffee sessions.